Do you know your Anthea's from your Michelle's? This is Out the Shoe. We're taking a look at cricket in the Western Union. We're in the boardrooms, we're in the dressing rooms of every club in the Union to give you an insight into the cricket that we play in the West of Scotland. This week we've got the preview show. I'm not on my own delivering my thoughts on the forthcoming games. I've been joined with Bruce Patterson, bod to those of you who've played with him, 124 caps amassed by the big man, made his debut for Scotland in 1988. Most of you who've played with him will remember him smoting Damien Fleming in the start of the World Cup. Bruce played most of his cricket at air. He proed at Clydesdale. He shared a dressing room with Greg Williamson, Stroppy, Scotty Weir and Donald Orr. Good luck there. He also did the revolving doors thing and had a season at Ayrshire. He's outspoken. He once said that the reason he didn't get a county contract was because some committee man wanted to give his son one. He's outspoken. He said to me that he didn't get a proper job until he's 30. He's now doing all right. He's running Coram down in air. But we sat down this morning and had a chat about the coming season. We had a chat about where Scottish cricket is. And best of all, we had a chat with Bruce about his time playing in the great competition that is the Western Union. Here's Bruce. Morning, Johnny. Brucey, how are you doing? Listen, the reason I've got you on is I've started this podcast. Have you, have you, I hope you've listened to it. No, I haven't, Johnny. What? No, I tell you. So we've got out, out the Shoe, and what we're doing really in Out the Shoe is that there's a review programme, uh, there's a preview programme, and I thought, listen, I'll get you on to talk to the talk about this week's games, so... <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know who's playing who. Listen, I'll tell you. Surely you knew about the Greenock results. You must still have your finger on the pulse. Honestly, I'm, I'm so angry, John. I, I don't even... I, I, I won the past day. I don't know who's been playing anymore. That, one of the things... Air, Air Cricket Club are one of the... the the uh, I've on Twitter, so they follow me. So one of the questions I, I asked, I said to them that I was going to be interviewing you for the show, and I asked them, asked anybody, did they have any questions? And they said, are you available for the twos on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm available for the first, but not for the two. <laughs> standards, my boy, standards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of out of loop. Right. Good man, good man. Listen, Clydesdale are playing Pollock. So Clydesdale, one of your old um, stomping grounds. And you were pro there back in the day. I was pro there for two seasons uh, in, in a dressing room that, that uh, contained Scott Weir, oh, Jesus. Uh, Greg Williamson and Ian Stanger. And, you were lucky and to get out alive. That was a challenging environment to, uh, to be pro in. I I can tell you. What were these guys like to, to try and, and pro? Do you were you captain as well? Uh, I wasn't captain. Donald Orr was captain. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's the blind leading the blind. Well, I, I, one of the most disappointing things about Clydesdale was it's a great club. Uh, it's a great uh, great facility and a great bunch of guys. Yeah. The major problem I had was management. Uh, uh-huh. They're the huge, talented team. Should have, should have been, should have been, 
up in the top two or three of the league every year. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, we couldn't deal together. Uh, I couldn't deal together. So I uh, take responsibility for that. Um, you had these disparate cabins in the district. Scott Weir was actually one of the better ones, but obviously he was past his prime. Mm-hmm. Very strong team and very much like me that you know champion team beats team champions all the rest of it. But we had two all rounders, talented all rounders, in Greg Wilson and, and uh, Ian Stanger, international rounders. And you know because they weren't playing at Scotland, it was very difficult to 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 create the environment we're trying to create because you know one wants the bat, one wants the ball. Uh-huh. You know who's bowling when, who's not bowling when, all that, all the stuff that goes in that individual. Yeah, an individual team team environment, you know. So Clydesdale are probably a, not a bad bet. Um, they they've ended up, I think, second or third last year round. They're playing Pollock. Uh, Clydesdale at home. Pollock seem to be struggling this year. They've, uh, they've I think lost two of their South Africans who scored a lot of runs and took a lot of wickets for them last season. So I'm certainly thinking that Clydesdale to beat Pollock. Um, I would say. Pollock have never had the conveyor belt of, of, of players uh, from the local community that Clydesdale have had. As you know, massive Asian community, Pollock Shields, cricket mad, you know, playing cricket in the parks, around the bay, um, and they've really benefited from that. So yeah. they've got a big, a big cool of players to pick from. And I think, I think it's fair to Clydesdale, I think they lose a lot of players too to other clubs uh, because they've got too many. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's right. I think that's right. They've got a super... A junior setup, um, and uh, they have their pick. They certainly have their pick. So when you were at Clydesdale, then, so so did you ever win the union then? Uh, yes, I won it at Ayr. Uh, when Ayr won it for the second time, I, I won it. And Marty Haywood was professional. Ah, so what was that? Was that what mid eighties then? Was it when Marty was down yeah, there? Yeah, it would be. Ayr won it. Ayr won it when I was at Clydesdale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which was, uh, which was a, a tricky one to handle. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I used to go down to a lot still after the playing at Clydesdale because I lived down there. Uh huh. Back to the club on the Saturday night, and of course they were rocking and rolling. Cock a hoop. Yeah, so I, I copped, a, copped a bit of a pounding that season um, <laughs> for leaving. But, you know, I left, I, left, I left to go pro for the right reasons. I wanted to play full time cricket. So Yeah. Uh, and no regrets in doing that up at Clydesdale? Because it's such a tight, and, and such a tight knit group of guys. Yeah, and I've been reminded of it ever since. Uh huh. <laughs> I took the shilling to go and play professional cricket, but you make these decisions at the time. You think they're the right ones, and uh, and look, he uh, yeah, 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 did brilliant to win that league that year. Marty Haywood uh, was one of the best professionals and most underrated professionals. Uh, I think that has uh, been seen in Scotland. Um, he was a real match winner. Uh huh. Um, Uh-huh. 
best room I played it with Ian was the one in the second time. And I, I know I, I was always highly one in the United dressing And that's, that's an underrated quality in team, team sport, I think. I think that's absolutely huge because at some point in the season you're going to have to rely upon the guys who are six and seven and maybe the fourth or fifth change bowlers and if you've got a United changing room and guys aren't bitching and grizzling about not getting a bat and not getting a ball then uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're so right there. It's, it's been a strength, Johnny, over the years and why they've been so competitive with, with probably a, a team that didn't have the same talent as other teams. Mm-hmm. The, the team, team, the team ethic they had. I mean, I remember no one ever took a holiday in the summer. Uh, that was a that was a complete no no. Um, training was well attended by everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we socialised socialised together all the time, and that was different to Clyde. Um, you know, just a different environment. And you know, I think it's better now. They could easily put down on paper the Clydesdale team, put against most other teams, and say, well. Actually, on paper, you look a better side. Man for man. It's an X factor, isn't it? It's the guy that called him across and takes an amazing catch on the boundary, and you know, he's not sleeping and he's, he's focused and he's not thinking about why am I not getting a pat number seven or why am I not getting the ball. Yeah. He runs out and stops at four at the crucial moment while takes an amazing catch. He took some amazing catches that year. And I also think it had something like, I think it had something like seven or eight run outs in that wow. season. Sure, sure. Next up is Fergus Lee Drums. So Fergus Lee ran away with it last season on a 13-1 win. I mean, they just were the head and shoulders above anybody else. Clearly, they've lost a number of players. Mike English has gone down south. I think one of the Tahir lads is, is now down south as well. They're pro, just turned up there last week. Um, and then Drumps are coming off that uh, crazy, crazy result against Greenock last week. I mean, they were forty for forty for one, and and they didn't they didn't post fifty. I mean, they didn't get. I think they got fifty all out. I mean, it's just astonishing. I didn't see the game, but I would love to see a video of what the approach was in the team that second. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought when I spoke to um, I spoke to Gordon, the drum skipper. I said, "Did nobody just come in and just try and absolutely muller it? You know, you, you get a scaffy four or, or somebody smacks a six, you're pretty much game over by then. But if you're just in your if, yeah, if you're just in your in your crease, you're waiting for the inevitable." Brendan McCullum's changed the way he couldn't play by changing his approach to, to what was the traditional method of batting and that he occupied the crease and wore the ball inside. He was the, what I call a pioneer in the sport because he completely changed the, the way the game played. And, you know, any team will tell you that the problem is that you think we only need a low score. Well, we'll just, we'll just do it in singles, not less. With the best approach is often, you know, just. Yeah, and I think that that certainly rubbed off in the way that the game is played. You know, not having played for so many years and just gone back to it 
over the last couple of years, it's astonishing how quickly the game moves on. I mean, people are playing a 50-over game like a T20. I mean, I watched, I remember watching on video, I think it was an Uddingston game, and they were 17 for three, and I was just watching the videos, and and the the guy came out uh, number five and and just started trying to smash it. I mean, it was just... just, came up last season I mean I'm tipping Fergus Lee for that one what, what do you think? I'm 100% behind that John uh, Fergus Lee at home have always been a, a, a difficult uh, a difficult challenge um, I've only played well once here I think my whole career Did you not like playing there? I, I just had a bad record because um, Stuart Kennedy both like cutters and Stanley Strang stand up to the stumps yep. with, a, with a ring field Wicked normally, but um, for that painting short boundary on the on the pavilion side, for the hospital, uh, yeah, and a short boundary straight, and, and which delights the student Kennedy ball and light cutters. He, 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 he was a team of no challenge, um, yeah, and, and so Gary McLaughlin up the other end to compliment it. <laughs> and then West, West uh, entertained Greenock so Greenock are coming up they seem to be struggling a bit I think they're struggling bowling wise a lot of uh, pressure on, on Flax shoulders to perform on a weekly basis well there's, there's, there's uh, nothing like uh, getting paid to play to put pressure on you and uh, one of the problems of being paid you tend to try and uh, you play within yourself a little bit. You're overly cautious, and I think with, with pros it's very difficult. And you remember the years of uh, Grant Stanley, who occupied the crease for sort of 40 overs, then tee off in the last 10. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people do that. I, I think um, some teams rely too much on the pro as well. And I think that's a that's a problem. Um, you know, with Scottish cricket, I think we've got to try and get the pro relaxed and say, look, you don't have to score on runs here. We're going to score 30 each, and you, know, you try and get 50. And I think that's why when, when West have signed this fella, Rory Kleinvert, um, he's, he's not playing this week. I think he's, his father's ill, so he's not coming over until next week. I think once 
he pitches up at West uh, and they've got Farndale going to bowl his offies and, and Fenner will yeah. bowl his left arm tweakers. I think there's there's 30 overs that are taken care of. Um, yeah, I think West are pretty proactive club as well. I think they've done a lot of work on the coaching side of stuff and the training side of stuff. I think their training, from what I've seen on various social media, I think the training pretty sophisticated. I think they've taken coaching seriously. I think the, 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 the amateur players have, have, have taken more of a, a bigger role than, than, than in the past, maybe. I, I don't know if that's a bit harsh on people's more than they look like they're more professional than, than, than some of the other clubs I've seen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm tipping, I'm tipping West there. I, I think that uh, they should get over the line against Greenock. Um, I just don't think that Greenock will have the firepower there tomorrow. Um, and then uh, we're we're Prestwick against East Kilbride, and and I think did you not play for Ayrshire back in the day? Did you have a yes, season I, there? I played for Ayrshire in the county one season, and uh, uh, so that was almost like playing in the national league because we were travelling. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so there's an there's an enormous rivalry between Ayrshire and Ayr, um, and so why make that move? Was that a political move, or was that? Tell me why you moved no, for that season at Ayrshire. I, I, I was ambitious at the time to go and, um, and, and progress the cricket, and I felt at the time Ayr had been doing quite well in the I've run, not practising with the same captain for quite some time, mm-hmm. thinking about Steele, and uh, Grant Stanley was a pro at Presswick, who I've worked with before, and right. I fancy the change, you know, I, I fancy the change of playing on different wickets, and the wickets in the Western Union were pretty poor back in those days, and I just thought it'd be nice to go and travel the country and play a bit more, so there was nothing sinister, there was nothing political, and polite anyone who just didn't want to just go and play somewhere different. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't have the National League in those days, so I played over at Falfer and Strath- Strathmore, Fort Hill. Mm-hmm. These kind of places, it's just different, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. So you won't, I don't know, you probably don't know much about uh, East Kilbride, but Manibic Bal's there, yeah, he's, he's playing. The league, so I, I know well. Yeah, so um, he's bowling his leggies, and then Kazim Shakes come over from uh, yeah. Clydesdale via Kelburn. Um, and they've got this guy Mogdal who who opens up and he just absolutely smacks it from ball one. Just comes in. Um, well, nothing changed because I used to play in the Glasgow League against Ryan Massey. Mustafa was pro. Oh, he's all right. Okay. He, he scored 150 every week. Uh huh. And, and it was uh, it was incredible. Um, what player he was. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's a great player. So yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, are a good side. Uh, they've got some. They've got a bit of momentum behind them. And I always, I've always amazed me that Ian and Pressing have had two separate clubs for so long. I always thought they might amalgamate. Uh huh. Um, I was hoping they might at one point. I thought that would have been really good, really strong. Yeah, set up pre. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
So you think Prestwick then to, to turn over EK on Saturday? And then the, fi- the final game is Uddingston against Stirling. Uddingston seemed to be everybody's favourite. Uh, they've invested well. They've got Gavin Main come back from Durham. They've got Neil Alexander, who's uh, made the switch from Dumfries. Um, they've got a bit of a gun uh, attack as far as uh, the batting is concerned. And they turned over Fergus Lee last week, which is which will give them a lot of confidence. Yeah, I would go for Addison with that one. I, I think Addison at home, uh, never, never an easy, never an easy game. I think the Addison wicket, I think Hopkins preparing the wicket at the moment, but I think the Addison wicket is a peculiar one. Um, it can be really good or really bad. Slopes down the hill as well. So where did you like playing? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, you could only play there once every fortnight. What about the other places? Absolutely. Any of the sports psychologists will tell you that, which is why they go on about having a, you know, a routine and you know do the same thing each week and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, oh my, we was very pioneering with that because when we started playing the base and the hedges, there was, was quite an intimidating atmosphere around those games. So he always made sure we got a practice on the ground the night before those games, which mm-hmm. never happened previously. Right. And, uh, Just to familiarise yourself with this, the yeah, location. Okay, good stuff. A um, couple of other queries and questions I've got for you. Um, best pro, I mean, you've talked about Marty. Your time when you were playing in the Union back in the day, who, who do you reckon was the best pro other than Marty? Sadie Daly's one of the, the best players I've, I've ever seen with a bat. He could do stuff that uh, most people couldn't. Gordon Greenwich, obviously. One yeah. Of the best Well, he won the Scottish Cup for you back in the day against us. He did. <coughs> he did. And he's a, he was a class actor in the press. Yes. He played more, more first-class cricket than he did. I think he was in that era where you know, Australia had an unbelievably strong bat line-up in the 80s. 
the guy for Stuart Moore couldn't get a game. Martin King, and Graham Rummins. And this year, if Graham Rummins was playing now, he'd be playing very close to playing Test cricket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he saw you through that day, there's no doubt about it. I think you were chasing about 160, 170, and I think we got some early wickets, but uh, we just couldn't nickel him out. Well, I think it was a low-scoring game. I think I always think there was about 30, 40 runs light in terms of the total. I think I think Baines, I got Corey Richards, then you're pro Yeah, out. you're right. Yeah. Ordinary, ordinary Again, that, that just <coughs> says, says quite a lot in that game. And like, got, you know, Graham Bumman's under pressure back in second. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then just just to round it off, then best amateur bowler that you faced back in the day in the union? Jack Clark, Peter Duffy, um, Jerry Moyer. Yeah. Jimmy Govan in his day before Jimmy Govan went to North Hans. That's right, yeah. Before he went to North Hans, I thought he was an amazing bowler. Um, Jim Thompson from Kamarna tried facing Jim Thompson for 25 overs at cut style. And well, that's, and, and that's what he did. He bowled 25, because back in the day you didn't have the restrictions, and you might even get 27 if they, if they, uh, if they batted over. Well, the, 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 one of the greatest landing experiences. For me personally, was that the fact that you had to go in and face the likes of Jack Clark, Peter Duffy, Tom Black, and you couldn't just see off an over and say, "Right, I'll, I'll see off two overs," and then you know the fifth ball was coming on. Uh-huh. You had to find a way to score runs and succeed. And that was a real challenge and a, and a great education for a young guy. So I'm a proponent of that. I don't like restricted overs. So I think trying to replicate the one day game doesn't equate to. Uh, an increase in performance and a strong belief in that. I think you have to play the best quality cricket. And I think best quality cricket comes from not having restrictions on both. You know, and if someone's good enough to bowl 25 overs, then great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a batsman, you've got to find a way to deal with it. Yeah. Find a way out of the, uh, the draft. So. Good, good. Brucey, you're, uh, as ever, um, full of great chat. Uh, how's your boy getting on? How old's he now? He's Mark told me this morning he's four and he wants to come to cricket tonight as well. So oh, brilliant! It's a Patterson night out, so we'll do a bit of running about. Okay. And a couple of years afterwards. So and are you doing some? Are you doing some coaching down there? Yeah, I'm helping out with the under twelves at the moment, John. So, Good. Uh, Excellent. Slightly overqualified for that. Yes, and you should you should be happy with that. Let me tell you, you should be happy with that. Indeed, indeed. Well, listen, thanks very much. Um, I'll pop this on tonight probably, and uh, you can catch up. But do follow me on the twitters, and you can uh, you can download it and listen to it. Thanks, John. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Cheers, Bruce. Bruce certainly knows his onions, and I tell you what, if his two boys are really keen on the cricket, you just watch out. 10, 15 years, I wonder if they're going to be emulating their father. Listen, I'm recording this on Friday night, and as I'm talking, it is absolutely chucking it down. There's a mother of all storms that seems to be just settling over Glasgow at the moment, and I'm not convinced there's going to be too much cricket tomorrow. 
But if there is, then we'll make sure that we cover that. We'll have the review show on. We'll get Chris Ross back on Monday or Tuesday and do the review show. Let's hope we get some cricket. Let's hope we get some great cricket. Is it going to live up to the cricket that we saw last week? I tell you what, if it's half as good as some of the games, then we're in for a treat. So do you just make sure that you keep nudging, keep nerdling. You've been listening to Out the Shoe. We're sometimes right. We are sometimes wrong. But we're always certain.